Ever since I moved to college, it seems as though my world has been filled with never-ending sound. From the noise pollution on the streets of New York City to my school's practice rooms brimming with blaring trumpets and saxophones, I can't catch a break. Even in my own dorm room, I can't escape. I have a noisy neighbor. He constantly throws loud parties and has recently purchased a keyboard. I have never seen it, but I know it's there. This noise has turned me into a completely different person. Once a party-goer myself, I am now a cranky spinster, standing on my bed and beating the ceiling with a broom. The only thing that makes me feel better is knowing that I'm not the only one. My boyfriend recently purchased a megaphone with a siren to alert the neighbors of when their fun having has gotten a little too much. They take it as encouragement, though, and signal back with a similar sound on the keyboard. We continue to try anyway. This kind of neighborly noise is something that I only used to hear from hotel rooms. Growing up in a non-city area, noise was not something I had to deal with. The only time I had to worry about hearing neighbors or neighbors hearing me was on vacation, and normally I was the problem. When I was seven, I decided that my new hobby of choice would be tap dancing after watching Singing in the Rain with my grandparents. For those unfamiliar, this film is kind of a classic 1950s talkie, the original High School Musical. And in the words of that immortal bard, Samuel J. Snodgrass, as he was about to be led to the guillotine, make them laugh, make them laugh. Don't you know everyone wants to laugh? My dad said, be an actor, my son. But be a comical one, they'll be standing in lines. Cooped up in a small Florida hotel, I was the only kid around. Gene Kelly and Donald O'Connor, the two leads of this dance number, were my only companions. Bored, I decided to replicate the dance number I'd just watched. If you've never seen the movie, the number is filled with pratfalls, loud thuds, screams, and sloppy, heavy footed tap As a seven year old, I didn't understand, or more likely didn't care, about our temporary downstairs neighbors. Clacking for hours a day, we got countless bumps from the ceiling below. With enabling grandparents and anonymous neighbors, I had no reason to quit. The show must go on! Come rain, come shine, come snow, come sleet! The show must go on! That was until one day after a swimming session at the hotel pool. My grandparents had told me to keep a low profile, but I just couldn't wait. I began my routine and started tapping away, making the same untimely thuds as I did in our room. About to reach the climax of the piece, I was interrupted by a red-faced, hairy-chested, middle-aged man who was screaming. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember. Oh my god, he said. Well, I'll let my mom do this part because she thinks she can do it really well. You're the brat from upstairs. You know I have heart problems. I did not know he had heart problems. Continuing with the routine, he started to chase me around the pool, and his speed was quite impressive for a man with heart problems, triggered by the art of dance. I screamed until rescued by my grandparents, thinking, adults are just so sensitive, interchanged with the terrifying thoughts that would naturally occur while being chased by a strange man. My seven-year-old self would never believe that now I am the red-faced, hairy-chested man. Instead of the carefree tap dancer I once was, I am the killjoy, lurking around with a broom in hand to catch any clue of who my neighbor may be.